Hi everyone and welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea. Happy Tuesday to everyone. Happy November to everyone as well. We knew it was going to fly and here we are, November. It's honestly unfathomable how close we are to the end of the year and it's a little scary but at the same time one of those things where you like see those memes that say you have like 60 some days left make the most of it and you feel stressed and you're like ah oh, shit but looking back it was a good year anyway i'm already rambling and we're just diving in apologies um feeling a little under the weather today those of you who have been here long enough know that we have a really weak stomach and so that's just what's been kicking my ass a little bit as the weather has completely tanked here it's a seasonal thing for me um full ski socks heaters on beanie in the daytime just waiting for the snow to fall transparently but just a quick little my food for thought my little uh, mantra for just today um as i was grabbing my headset to actually record this i heard one of my favorite lumineer songs that just takes me back to being at the concert with my parents so much fun made me start spiraling about thanksgiving um no i'm not a huge thanksgiving gal i know that this is one of people's favorite favorite holidays um never been one of mine mainly i don't really care for the food might not come as a surprise to many of you but i'm not a huge let's just get that turkey and gravy type of vibe going i love the idea of it i love all of the family sitting around the table and spending time with one another just the meal itself isn't my favorite however um i'm really really excited for thanksgiving this year maybe it's because it's already chilly maybe it's because i'm feeling like I want to spend time with my fam. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'm so excited about this Thanksgiving in specific. Um, we have some special guests coming. I have some Canadian family coming. It's going to be a full house. Um, and I'm just really excited for that and the holidays and just like the things that make you think of your family and me hearing that Lumineer song takes me back and I'm picturing us around the dinner table with it blasting, us doing a little uh, singing out loud type of thing. Anyway, Happy November, everyone, and <laughs> thank you for letting me ramble. Um, Sports-wise, the biggest thing that has happened, well, I think one of the biggest things that has happened, especially in this area and the hometown area, um, is that Von Miller got traded from the Broncos to the Rams. Now, Von Miller has been a Bronco as long as I've ever even knew Colorado was a state, straight up. Um, I don't want to say he's like the lead of the franchise, but Von Miller and the Broncos are like Tom Brady and the Pats, just simpatico. They just are two peas in a pod. They just go together. Um, and yesterday there was some breaking news that Von Miller's now traded to the Rams. Um, so he's playing along Jalen Ramsey, which people are kind of just losing their shit over that. What a duo. Oh my gosh. Both of them on the same team. You know, if I'm being honest. I'm not a ride or die football team girl. I don't have a specific football team. I really did love the LA Rams. I still do love the LA Rams. The hard knock season really, really got me into them. Just being local, the fact that they're in LA, my grandmother's in LA, family, you know, all those things. Um, Ham is a huge 49ers fan. Obviously, we have another LA San Francisco rivalry going on because he's a Niners fan and because I'm not so attached to any sports team, football team football team to be corrected <laughs> uh sometimes we're rooting for the 49ers so moral of the story is the broncos fans are really upset um i'm sorry 
but welcome to SoCal, baby. Von Miller as a Ram. Kind of love it. Itching to get to SoFi Stadium. That's the newest one that was built. That's where the Rams play. And just hoping that I can get there eventually to maybe even see Von Miller, but I could go for one that he's not there and it'd still be totally fine. So that's our NFL update. Now, um, the World Series is continuing tonight. I was hoping for a solidified win on Halloween night, which was Sunday, October 31st. The Braves were up mostly the entire game. Actually, I take that back. It was just like it was a back and forth kind of game. Everyone was on their toes. Um, I was getting nervous, and Houston just really came out and fucked the Braves up ultimately. So Atlanta is still winning the series. They're leading three to two. Um, they are back in Houston tonight. Atlanta does have an opportunity to lock it in. Tonight could be the end-all, be-all of the World Series, but we have to wait and see. So, obviously, still rooting for the Braves, and um, it'll be over at some point this week. So, you're almost done with baseball, and then you literally put baseball on the shelf until April, and then some. You know what I mean? So, that's what's happening in the baseball world. Um, I'm just going to include a little DILF section of the sports column right now because I have been seeing all of these articles about Nick Saban, who is an iconic football coach for Alabama, Roll Tide Baby. Um, He turned 70 years old over the weekend, and now there's all these pictures that are surfacing of him now versus what he looked like at age 45. You want to talk about a silver fox, you guys? Nick Saban is so handsome. You either love Alabama or hate Alabama. In another life, I will go to Bama. I'm going to be wearing those little skirts, yelling roll tides so fucking loud in another life. So for me, love this. Nick Saban, so handsome as a seven-year-old. If you look at pictures of him younger, you're like, whoa, man, you aged well. So just wanted to include a little Dilfy, Dilfy action in the sports. Um, secondly to the Dilfy action is our pop culture sports situation here. Um, I draw the line at fighting. I think I've probably made that clear. Sports, fighting, UFC, you all the all the fights. I'm I no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't need to see anyone beating each other up. I don't need to see anyone hurting themselves. I don't need to see blood. I don't need to see them just with their fists up. None of it. I don't need to see the mouth guards. I'm over it. Okay. No. That's where I draw the line. Now, Jake Paul, the douchebag YouTube star who has become a big fighter these days, it feels like, just within the last, I don't know, year or two. He has been fighting all kinds of people. Um, He's now, potentially, I should have fact-checked this and I apologize, I was just stoked on the other guy, Tommy Fury. So Tommy Fury is the younger brother of Tyson Fury. Um, I knew that he was like a huge fighter of some sort, but never really put the two and two together. Tommy Fury, who is set to potentially fight Jake Paul, correct, I'm sure I'm wrong and this already have a date and all that, but Tommy Fury is from fucking Love Island, UK, people. I'm seeing all these things, Tommy Fury, Tommy Fury, and I'm seeing Bay, Molly May, aka the person he left Love Island, UK with, publicized Tommy Fury fights, and I'm like, why does this guy look so goddamn familiar? Emma and I love Tommy and Molly May, like, what's happening? I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's my Love Island guy. And then I'm putting two and two together. I asked him. He was like, you didn't know he's the younger brother? And I'm like, no, I had no idea. Again, I don't pay attention to fighting. Anyway, Tommy is going to be fighting, um, and we're going to be cheering for him because anyone that comes from Love Island UK, we love, we stand, we support. 
Um, he came as a runner up in season five of Love Island UK with Molly May, who was just like this tan blonde bombshell, lovely little thing. Um, and so they're going to be fighting, I think. I'm just rambling about them now, but we love Tommy and we love Love Island UK. So that's what's happening there. All right, segue into pop culture here because let's just end that. Halloween was this weekend, obviously. Um, a lot of celebs dressed up. A lot of celebs didn't. I feel like this was one of those years that you either did or you either sat inside all weekend or you had like a three costume jaunt. I don't know. Most importantly about this Halloween, it was how much money and effort and all the things that like celebrities do before Halloween, right? For example, and I love both of them so much, so there's no bash on either of them, but for example, Kendall Jenner and Hailey Bieber both posted days before Halloween, full-blown hair, makeup, photo shoots with a full-blown green screen in a Halloween costume. So Kenny did like a um, corpse bride vibe that her stylist, Danny Michelle, put together and it was like a, a corpse bride and she's wearing, you know, a stunning cream corset with the high um, white little tights that come up to like the mid-thigh with heels and a veil and all the things like heavy makeup, whatever. And she posted that a few days before Halloween and we loved it. We got all this attention. Great. Then she posts another picture of herself, or another slideshow, a carousel, I would say, um, of her as another alien-looking gal with this huge blonde wig and this, like, kind of space outfit. Anyway, she ultimately wore that costume to her own party, which we will totally get to. But Hailey Bieber, for example, did a whole array of old-school Britney Spears cover albums. She did um, the schoolgirl with the braids in the hallway. She did the uh, red latex suit. She did laying on the bed with the little stuffed animal. She recreated all of Britney's iconic looks. All of these to say that they're getting rolled out before actually fucking Halloween begins, right? None of them are posting these pictures on the 31st, even the 30th for that matter. These are coming out on like 25th, 26th. Like it makes me think that Halloween is just for Instagram. We all know that, but like the amount of work and effort and all these things that go in just to get a pickup before the actual holiday. I don't know. That's what I just wanted to say on that. Haley also did a, a Princess Diaries vibe. She was Anne Hathaway. It was adorable, but there were a few other things that went down over Halloween in our couple news that we really, really love. So Ben Affleck, Jennifer Garner, and JLo were all spotted trick-or-treating in Malibu. Okay. Ben and JLo are together. Yes. Ben and Jen Affleck, Ben and Jen Garner, Lord, they're working on a pretty good co-parenting schedule nowadays, right? We know that they've had a pretty rocky up and down co-parenting past, but the fact that they all three of them, including all five kids, just did that quick math. Um, there are three, Violet, Serafina, Samuel, Affleck, and then there are the twins from JLo. Okay, five kids. Wait, let me sound that out. They're all trick-or-treating around Malibu. Um, that's a huge deal. That's a big sight. If I were walking around and I were trick-or-treating with my kids, you know my camera phone would be out. I'd be snapping left and right. Side note, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, um, they live in Santa Barbara. And my girl Tej and a lot of other people were trick-or-treating with them around town. And I just thought that was cool. Katy was just like out and about. Her costume actually said Katy Perry on it. Um, it was just interesting. So just like whipping out your pick, whipping out your phone to take pics of celebs like while you're trick-or-treating. Um, the other 
lovely reun- reunion, I'm going to say, of couples for trick-or-treating um, was Naomi Watts and Leave Schreiber. So Naomi Watts is just an icon in herself. And her ex-husband, Leave, um, has probably one of the greatest voices, like, of all time. I'd go and actually put him, like, top three um, with Denzel and Morgan Freeman, straight up. Um, he does all of the hard knocks narration. He does a lot of um, sports docs. He does that show 24-7. He's done some crime things. He just has one of those voices that is so fucking mem- mesmerizing. Um and I just, like, love a reunion with the kids. We love when, you know, they don't even have to dress up. They just, like, have a cocktail in their hand. They meet up. They walk the kids to a few houses. All of the things. Love to see it. Anyone that was wondering, I did not get a single trick-or-treater. Um, Ham thinks we got one trick-or-treater, like, at the very beginning, who was, like, this little chicken in this little costume. And he was probably, like, maybe two years old. Um but neither of us were paying attention because it was like, I don't know, 3.30. And then we were like, oh, shit, do we miss the knock? Of course, had our candy out for the rest of the night and we didn't get a lick. So RIP my trick-or-treaters. All right. Um, moving away from Halloween for a minute, we got to talk about the fact that SNL just dropped a few more weeks of performances. So as we know, they usually do like four weeks at a time just to keep, you know, SNL on the top of people's tongues, the top, the forefront of their minds. Um, and we have some pretty sweet musical guests, if I'm being honest. No, no one noteworthy, in my opinion, is hosting. Um, if you want to see who's hosting, like, look it up. I don't know if people ring any bells to me. But this Saturday, Ed Sheeran is performing on SNL, which I'm sure is going to be good. Don't know if it'll be new material. Don't know what the vibe is. But, like, love him singing and, like, for him live. I'm sure that's great. Next weekend, next Saturday, November 13th, Taylor Swift is performing, which obviously she's the one that's making all the headlines. People are like, are we getting new music? What's she performing? Is it going to be that, what's the album? Um, Red, that's like the fall anthem that everyone's saying. I don't know what it is. All I know is that Taylor Swift's team was quaking as soon as Adele's Easy On Me came out. Like, this is a similar time. This is like similar, like belting type of songs that these gals craft um and the fact that Adele just like really struck gold first I'm sure Taylor Swift's team is just quaking over there so she's performing on SNL on November 13th it'll probably be a record for me not a watch live but I'm sure we'll see the highlights and all of that in addition Sweetie is performing November 20th on SNL as well so they really stack their musical guests for the November month which is epic um love to see it and just love to see that they're kind of like trying to woo us again you know Kim really got the audience in um and now I just like to see what else is happening obviously Jason Sudeikis is just chef's kiss right now yes I'm watching Ted Lasso I'm gonna go on a limb and say it might be one of the greatest shows ever created feel good funny love stories comedy it just has all the things that I've been waiting for in a show maybe and something that ham and i can watch together which we we love over here okay speaking of shows that we can watch together um dan levy aka david rose of schitt's creek is going to be the host of this new show coming to hbo max called the big brunch it's supposed to be some sort of cooking bake-off show situation that's happening which you know there's a hundred of those out there right now which is totally fine but 
It's coming to HBO Max, and they're actively casting, hiring, looking for people to be in it. I love what that they have. They're like, okay, this is the premise of the show. We want Dan to be hosting, but now let's go find the people. Um, so if you're a big brunch gal, actually, my cousin is a huge cook, huge chef, my aunt as well. I could watch the two of them in the kitchen like all freaking day just baking up all these treats, and maybe I should send her that thing because that would be really cool. Anyway, they are um, casting for that. Okay, so there's no new update in this whole Gigi Hadid Zane case you, and Yolanda, of course. Um, after last week, it's kind of been mum in terms of anything else coming back to the press. I'm sure Gigi's just like, let's mitigate anything else that could possibly happen, affect me, affect Kai, all the things. Now, I'm reading that this was all part of Yolanda's plan. Um, that she hasn't really loved Zane in Gigi's life for a while. In fact, she encouraged Gigi to go out and date Tyler Cameron when Zane and Gigi were broken up. Now, another element in this is how quickly Gigi got pregnant after she got back together with Zane after she dated Tyler Cameron. Things are murky. Um, I'm not going to speculate on what she was doing, what she was choosing to do, any of the things, but people are talking about that timeline. Um, in addition to the fact that as soon as Gigi got pregnant with Kai, Yolanda was kind of trapped with the Zane thing, thought that he, she could maybe make him slide, take him to a few things. I actually read this thing that she took him to like a therapist, like a Reiki healer, like set up these meditation days for him, set up these days where he could really just find himself, clear the air, maybe work on some of his addiction issues. Um, and Zane was just like, what the fuck? Why are you forcing this on me? And as we all know, as soon as someone forces something on you, most of the time you just want to moonwalk the fuck out of there. So can't blame Zane for that, but that's what's happening. Um, I also was watching a cute little clip on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like, oh, the kids, how they've grown up over the years. And there is a few clips um, in season six where Gigi Hadid is giving Yolanda an award for Lyme disease. She's up on stage. She's giving a speech. And Gigi was dating Joe Jonas at the time. Joe Jonas has quite a few cameos in this specific episode. And I just thought that was interesting. Just like stars in their dating history. I might have to just like have a whole separate episode just on like stars in their celeb dating history because we're about to get to some juicy stories. And uh, I'm really curious about that. So speaking of getting to juicy stories, let's go quickly through a few. Um, first juicy one is the fact that we are getting a new Real Housewives of Dubai. Now, juicy in the sense that Caroline Stanbury, the queen of Bravo, the ultimate housewife casting ever. She was on Ladies of London. If you have not watched Ladies of London, go set yourself up with a TV and watch it. It's on Peacock. It's only three seasons. Ham even watched it. It was so good. Okay. Caroline Stamber, you need to know all about her before she's the face of Real Housewives of Dubai. Second half of this is that Dubai is a very conservative place and does not support LBGTQ plus at all. So there's a quite a lot of backlash on why Andy and the Bravo team chose this city. Obviously, we know that this is, to quote Lisa Rinna, they are rich, honey. Um, 
there's going to be a lot of money and a different type of money, but I'm just hoping for a very diverse cast. I'm hoping that maybe we can break a little boundary in the sense. I don't know. Um, I'd be curious to see what like the Dubai government and production teams, all of that type of thing thinks about all of this. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I'm told that the girls have not started filming yet, but Caroline Stanbury, spoiler alert, um, is getting married in December. And I'm hearing that the Ladies of London girls, aka Mary Queen, Juliet, Angus, they're going to be flying out. It's going to be filming. So cameras are getting picked up. People are getting their hair, makeup did, and we're about to get the cameras rolling on that. Okay, um, going back to a hot Halloween situation real quick, Lindsay Hubbard and Carl from Summer House were spotted out over the weekend. They were um, the couple from Dirty Dancing. Lindsay was baby, and they were really coy together. They were touchy. They were feely. There was an interview we guys together. It was very like, um, well, we're just like really in a good place right now. It's like, so you didn't say no, so you're not not together. Okay, so you're fucking together. Carl, you're sober. Lindsay Hubhouse is her is a fucking hurricane. Hurricane Hubs. Don't do that to yourself is what I want to tell him. Come on. We tried that last summer. Two summers ago. We're not into it. Please do not get back with Lindsay. Lindsay is an emotional roller coaster. I'm reading that she actually, spoiler alert again for my Winterhouse people, that she potentially dates Jason in Winterhouse, which is just like a whole wild thing. And now she's back with Carl. And then she was with Austin at the Watch What Happens Live last week with Tasha. She's all over the place and I'm just not here for it. End of discussion on her. Okay, and then we had our Salt Lake City that aired on Sunday, and um, I'm just like laughing to myself because you're either fucking loving it or you're really fucking over it. Next week, we are finally going to see the beginning of Jen Shaw getting arrested, which is the whole point of this entire season that I've literally been talking about since probably episode one or two back in February of this, but Jen Shaw is finally going to get arrested within the next week plus. Um, what's ironic about that is that one of the opening scenes in Sunday's episode is Jen feeding Stu, aka Stu Chains, her assistant who already pled guilty in the entire case. She's feeding him a banana while he's on the computer and she's like, I'll feed you while you make me money. The producers are foreshadowing the shit out of this and I love it. Um, and just in case anyone isn't watching that was paying attention to this case, Jen Shaw's tagline for the season is the only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw amazing. Her last name is Shaw. The fact that the producers went with that as her tagline of being guilty is iconic. The fact that they're putting in these little nuggets of her being like, make me money to Stu and Stu already pled guilty. All the things, it's just hilarious. So um, that was what was happening on Salt Lake City this week. The other amazing quote um, by our queen Meredith Marks, aka Chloe Marks' mom, who is a boulder buff. Her quote was, I don't drink my food. I only drink my alcohol, referring to, ew, why would I ever drink a smoothie to her son, which just is the queen that she is. So that's what's happening um, with Salt Lake City. You either love Lisa Barlow, you hate Lisa Barlow. I'm team. I know that it's a reflection of my character, but I love Lisa Barlow. So sue me later. Only batch news for you guys is that, um, yep, I'm done after the season. Michelle is on tonight. Can't wait to see that. But Boy, am I excited to just wash my hands clean of this entire franchise. Um, Matt James is coming out with a book. Yay. Like, sick. Him, Tyler Cameron, Hannah Brown, Maddie Pruitt. All these people think that just because they went on The Bachelor, they can write a book now. And they're wrong. And no one should buy it. I know it's rude. I know it's bitchy. I could care less what's in there. 
and everyone's ripping him on the cover for having like a really weird hijacked thumb situation going on. So that's that. Most importantly for this entire week, this entire podcast is the fact that my motherfucking queen, Kimberly Kardashian, was spotted with Pete Davidson at Knott's Berry Farm last week. Let me set the stage. I'm on Instagram. It's Friday. Okay, great. Things are happening. It's not Friday. It's Saturday. Fuck. I don't know what day it was. Anyway, I pull up. There's pictures of, if you've ever been to an amusement park, you know, when they like have the part of the ride where they take the picture and then they sell you the pictures afterwards with like your funny faces that you're making. That's the pic that surfaced is of Kim holding hands with Pete Davidson. Okay. Courtney and Travis are also there. Um, Oh my God. Tracy and Ray Romulus are also there. Steph Shep is there. Larry Jackson, Harry Hudson. We have a squad. And these are the like Kim's like rider dies, right? That are at Knott's Berry Farm. She's holding hands with him. She's wearing a champion hoodie. And it broke the fucking internet. Who is Pete Davidson to be hanging out with Kim? For backstory, Kim obviously was on SNL. She had one skit with Pete Davidson. They did the Jasmine and Aladdin. They shared one kiss. And now they're at Knott's Berry Farm together. There's a lot of theories going on. Most importantly, I hope they're not romantically linked. I'm praying every night. I am manifesting that they are just friends. Who the fuck knows? Also, how much money did People Magazine slash TNZ pay to get these photos on the ride? Right? These photos are like, I don't know. Every time I go to Matcher Mountain, it's like, oh gosh, like maybe 20 bucks for the photo, something outrageous like that. How much did People Magazine pay the operator guy to get these shots of Kim and Pete? That's what I want to know. That's the logistics that I love to hear. We got to just talk about Pete for a minute because he has been linked to some of the most prestigious, isn't the word, iconic gals. He was engaged to Ariana Grande. He dated Kate Beckinsale. He dated Margaret Quayley. Most recently, he was with Phoebe Davenower from Bridgerton. And now he's with Kim. What the fuck, you guys? The king of Staten Island? What's happening? People are saying that everyone loves a funny guy. He obviously makes them feel safe and loved and laughing. Keeps them laughing. It is just like so much what the fuck is happening. Um, You're either team, yes, I love this, or team, like, what? what in the actual fuck? All these things are resurfacing of Kim and Pete and Kanye being together. There's that infamous Nobu dinner when Pete was there with Timothy Chalamet and Kim Cuddy, Kid Cuddy, and then Kim and Pete, uh, Lord, Kim and Kanye show up. Um, there's also a bunch of things resurfacing of Pete making comments and digs at Kanye and Kim's divorce on SNL last year. There's just so many things. But hoping, manifesting, praying that it's just a business deal would love to see what the two of them come up with they're both powerful they're both creative in their own way really hoping that this is just a business deal because i don't know how i would be able to survive if it's not and like where's chris in all this chris jenner is not going to approve of this guy who's going to derail her image right so that's what's happening obviously we'll keep you updated on every fucking thing that's happening kim is in new york right now she just got an award at the wall street journal for being an innovator for Skims brands and all the things. Yes, she is wearing her Skims Fendi leather dress collab. It looks chic on her, um, but people are quaking because, oh my God, Kim's in New York and Pete's in New York. Like, please don't mean up. Please don't make this a thing. Hope it's a business deal. And that's that. Um, 
Lastly, Chris addresses on Ellen that Kim, when she was on SNL, we thought we were predicting like how Kim ran the jokes by the family. Chris admits that Kim called every single one of them, ran every single joke by them um, before she did that, which is just like such a Kimberly move. We love to see it. Also, Chloe and True have COVID, um, which sucks. Straight up, Chloe already had COVID. It was filmed and now True has it, which cannot be good at all. But the two of them are now quarantining away. So there was nothing Halloween from that. Devin, my King Booker, um, his birthday was on Saturday. And for anyone that was listening to Friday's episode of my logistics at their birthday party, what was happening? Kendall was in Phoenix for both games, um, the Friday game and the Sunday game. I'm butchering that. Kendall was there for the game on his birthday. It was great. Harry Hudson was there. His friends were there. They were drinking tequila and the sweet of fabulousness. Then Kendall hopped on a plane and she went back to LA for her own Halloween birthday party called Kenny Spooky Halloween 2021. Kendall's birthday is tomorrow. Devin stayed in Phoenix and had a party with the Suns. Love to see that. Him and Jay Crowder, him and DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, the whole squad, they all dressed up. It was great. But sad to see that they didn't celebrate Halloween together, especially when it's like right smack in the middle of their birthdays. Um, interested to see what's happening with Kenny's birthday. I'm hoping that we're going to get a little trip. Maybe she's going back to Phoenix. Maybe Dev takes a little time off. Not sure. Dev has a game tonight. Um, maybe he'll fly to LA after the game. I don't know. But the fact that they had separate Halloweens was just like a little tearing at my heartstrings. And I'm really hoping that they get back together at some point this week to celebrate their birthdays. Go do something nice. We love a Scorpio couple. And if you saw my Instagram search feed right now, you would think I was batshit crazy. So I'm going to leave you guys there on that batshit note um, while I'm just still thinking about Kim and Pete and all of the things. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, advice, Sadie, you fucked up a million times a day. Forgive me, you guys. It's been a week and it's already Tuesday. You feel? I will see you guys on Friday for another episode of Sadie Spills the Tea.